the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there and welcome to our little weekly podcast. This is where we take a look back at the week that was in music history. And this time it's the week of July 11th until July 15th. This was the week that we said goodbye to The Ox. Or maybe you knew him as Thunderfingers. Or maybe he was just John Entwistle of The Who. And also, 37 years ago this week, Live Aid happened. Lots on that in the next few minutes. But we'll start back in 1969 when David Bowie gave us Space Oddity. This was a tune that was timed to coincide with the Apollo moon landing on the 20th of July back in 1969. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. This week back in 1981, the specials had their second and final UK number one. It was called Ghost Town. You know, it was written about Coventry, but for some reason the band decided to drive around London in the middle of the night while shooting the video for a song that was about Coventry. The specials were all about keeping it real, except when it came to making videos, it would seem. Well, we live in it. It's just something to sing about. It's surrounded by all, you know, I mean, like, unemployment, like in England. I mean, we see it every day. It's all the kids on the streets. Well, we chose to sing about social problems. In 2002, the funeral of The Who's bass player, John Entwistle, took place at a church in the Cotswolds. Here's old John on himself. I guess I'd like to be remembered as uh, someone who helped change the face of bass guitar and being probably the only bass guitarist that uh, hasn't been copyable. Amazing stuff and huge history made in 1959 when at 19 years of age Elvis Presley signed a recording contract with Sun Records. Sam Phillips, the man who owned Sun Records, wanted Elvis Presley to make demos of songs meant for other artists. But as soon as he really heard him in his studio behind a microphone, he said, ooh, this guy's very special and he could be the bridge between white and black performances. Imagine having that foresight in 1954 in the Deep South. Well, that's all right, Mama. That's all right for you. That's all right, Mama. Just any way you do it, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right, Mama. This week back in 1979, we said goodbye to a lady called Minnie Ripperton. Now, Minnie was the lady who did all the high screechy notes thing way before Mariah Carey. She was also a backing vocalist for Etta James, Bo Diddley, Chuck Berry and Muddy Waters. And Stevie Wonder produced this. It was this week back in 1985 that the world was watching. Literally, the world was watching. In 160 countries, 1.5 billion people were checking out the pictures being beamed from Wembley and from the JFK Stadium in Philadelphia for Live Aid. It's 12 noon in London, 7am in Philadelphia. And around the world, it's time for Live Aid. Francis Rossi and his band Status Quo were first out on that day. Francis remembers... On that gig, it wasn't, it wasn't the audience and the band. It, everybody was one. 
I've never felt that before, never felt it since. Mm. And, um, and when we walked on, I've never seen so many cameras, TV, and anti- never seen before and never seen since. You just cannot imagine. And that's the first moment I realized the gravity of the situation that, wow, this is serious stuff. But you get on and you do it. And then after playing in England, getting on Concord and flying to Philadelphia to play with Led Zeppelin, Phil Collins came on stage, in my opinion, slightly worse for wear. I'd like to introduce some friends of mine to you. Would you welcome Mr. Robert Plant, Mr. Jimmy Page, And you know that DVD that came out a few years back? Well, Led Zeppelin didn't want their performance involved because they felt it was that poor. Right. 1973, you don't expect this of the Everly Brothers. Phil Everly smashed his guitar and stormed off stage. Don finished the set himself saying, well, I think that's the end of the Everly Brothers. They didn't play together for another 10 years and they were oh so nice. We do hope you enjoy one called Kathy's Clown. Here he comes, that's Kathy's Clown. In 1982 this week, Pink Floyd's The Wall movie premiered at the Empire in Leicester Square, London. You might remember Bob Geldof played the role of Floyd Pink Pinkerton. The memories. The madness. The music. The movie. This week in 1972, Elton John started a five-week number one on the US album chart with his album Honky Chateau. Love this description of how the recordings were happening. And it's indeed odd to find tomorrow's music being made in yesterday's crumbling splendour. Here, in very Spartan conditions, he and the group lead a strange monastic existence for the best part of a month, working by night, and sleeping by day. And in absolutely stupid news from 2007, over 10,000 people applied for a job with P. Diddy after he posted an advert on YouTube looking to find a new personal assistant. The job description went on to say getting him ready for red carpet to aiding in billion dollar deals and helping him jump out of planes in movies. Yeah, he's a bit of an arse. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Diddy. I'm here hard at work at my offices in New York City. Check this out, I know y'all have heard all of the rumors that I'm looking for a new assistant. The rumors are true. So what better job than that, than have me scream at you, um, go crazy, keep you up late hours, um, have you sleep deprived? If this job interests you, why don't you upload your I'll say video interview. And that is a look back at the week that was in music history from July 11th until July 15th. My name is Marty Miller. We do it every single day on the radio. We take a look at the day in music history just before 11 and you'll find it always as well on Nova.ie. But for now, thank you for listening and a very good day to you.